Ladies and gentlemen, chairman of the board, hip-hop heads, and I'm talking about real hip-hop heads, not this melodic rap shit, not this auto-tune shit, the law is in the motherfucking building, martial law is in the fucking building, nigga. I want to welcome y'all to Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. The album review. Motherfuckers been waiting, anticipating this for a very long time. You want to know how? Here's how. People are still buying Good Kid, Mad City. This album has sold over 300,000 copies this year. You know, based on the new age streaming numbers and all that, right? And this nigga is already with the pre-sales, pre-orders or whatnot, right? Projected to sell 350K. Can you imagine the full first week numbers of this nigga, bro? Now, I am about to drop the Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers review. This is big time. You know what I'm saying? This is big time. This real shit. I'm going to give you my complete and honest review on this album. I can't wait. I cannot fucking wait. It's going down. It's going the fuck down. All right, y'all. Now, the first track is going to be called United in Grief. Let's see what the Let's see what this nigga do, man. Let's see what United in Grief is about and I will be right back. You know what's funny about this? You know what's funny? I just made a joke about like with the dead mic from fucking CB4 when he was like, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all. I didn't expect that to be that. But, however, United in Grief, I understand the concept. I like the little live band thing. But, honestly, this is more, this should have been more like an interlude, in my opinion. Um... I understand that the song is obviously about grief and he is detailing like the things that people go through and how the world has changed and things of that nature. This nigga literally took us back to Africa with this shit. This nigga is literally taking it back to the 1960s. But as far as I'm concerned, like I would have to be in a particular mood to actually enjoy this song. I think I'm a little bit too happy in my current state of affairs to like fully appreciate the song. Now, however, I appreciate the message. I get it. But if we if I'm going to give this out of five, you know what I'm saying? Because remember, if you listen to my previous review shows, right, I rate everything one to five. I'm going to have to give this track a four. I'm going to have to give this track a four. Despite Kendrick Lamar having a pretty dope flow. 
well, the lyrics are always going to be there, but, you know, Kendrick Lamar being absent the last four years, I'm expecting nothing but epic. So, based on that, I'm going to give United and Grief a four. Let's move on to N95. I'm expecting an atom bomb. I'm expecting atom bomb on this one. I'll be back. Now, that is so much better. That was way better. That song, N95, it's dope. It's catchy. It's vintage Kendrick Lamar. Like, it's vintage Kendrick. It's not a five out of five, but it's close. And I get what he's saying on the song. You know what I'm saying? Everything that is trendy, everything that is hot, take that shit off. <laughs> and be your own self. Because you out of pocket. <laughs> That's what I got out the track. I'm going to give N95 a 4.5. The track is jumping. The beat is bouncing. You know, people are going to be playing this. I wouldn't be surprised if he made this a single. This isn't necessarily as great as DNA was, but this is kind of reminiscent of it. You know, it's definitely got, you know, hey, you guys that are like anti-woke and don't like uh, the black power shit, right? You little trappity, hippity, hoppity, snappity, whoopity, bobbity, or the, uh, I know my day was dead. Y'all niggas got you one. All right, so if the rest of the album sound like goddamn Back to Africa, nigga, don't get mad, all right? Y'all got you. He, Kendrick made one for y'all, niggas. Now, let's move on to Worldwide. What the fuck is this? Worldwide Steppers. That's the name of this shit. I'm going to go on to Worldwide Steppers. I'm pretty sure this motherfucker going to jump. This shit probably going to be tough. I'll be right back. All right, that was Worldwide Steppers. We got a little introduction from Kodak Black. To start it off. And this reminds me of the art of peer pressure. This was like art of peer pressure part two without the peer pressure, of course. This is like vintage storytelling Kendrick Lamar here. This is like, oh, yeah, now we getting into the meat and potatoes of this bitch. Now we getting into the real concept of what this album really is. And he's just. He was telling the story about him banging white women. <laughs> and every time he banged one, you know, he felt like his ancestors were looking down on him while he was doing it. And he, you know, encounters a situation where he was on a different side of town fucking with white girls, basically. <laughs> and the, the girl's fa father was a cop. I don't want to give everything away, but... Honestly, bro, this is the best song I've heard so far. Not going to hold y'all. Now, you know, a lot of people going to be like, man, where the trap drums at? Because um, the beat was basically a heavy bass line and Kendrick just rapping over it. Now, the first verse was more like poetry delivery. The second verse was a little bit more controlled. And then the last, I, I think he had two verses on here. Or I think he had a third. I don't know. But Worldwide Steppers, I'm going to have to give this one a five, y'all. It's definitely my favorite song because it took me back to Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick, or Section 80. That's what it pretty much reminded me of. Now, let's move on to Die Hard featuring Blast and Amanda Reefer. 
Kendrick and Blast collaborating, collaborating. That should be interesting. I wonder what it's going to sound like. Let's see. I'll be right back. Yes, that was Die Hard Kendrick Lamar featuring Blast and Amanda Reefer. My first impressions were this is a very commercial song. Don't be surprised if this is like at every brunch spot, every white bar. <laughs> this is very super duper commercial, catchy. It's not a bad song either, but if they were going for a pop record, you got it. This is probably going to be a pop record. It's catchy. It's, you know, everyone's going to probably like this song. Me, personally, I think the song is good. Definitely radio friendly. I'm going to probably give this a 4.5, though. I'm going to give this a 4.5. No doubt. Um, let's move on to Father Time featuring Sampha. Um, I'll be back. Okay, Father Time. My goodness, that was a lot to take in. Well, what I can tell you is this track is incredible. This gives me maybe, what vibe does it give me? Probably early to mid-2000s vibes as far as the production is concerned. Um, Kendrick Lamar is, you know, him titling this Father Time is very dope, in my opinion. Because he's talking about, he, he's telling the story in one of the verses about, you know, he's telling a story from the perspective of a, person who has daddy issues a person who lacked their father in their life and their mother was forced to raise them and they grew up like taking out all of their issues out on everybody involved right and then he speaks from his perspective in the last verse and um he had three verses he bought back the third verse okay that's what's up but that last verse, he said that, you know, he explained what his father's role was in his life. And, um, and also, he mentions that he didn't understand how Kanye patched things up with Drake. And he realized that he has a lot more healing to do as his own individual. So... Father Time, the hook was pretty good. Sampha's always been known for doing pretty good hooks and stuff. So I'm going to give this a five out of five, man. This is a very incredible song, man. Definitely has taken over the spot as one of the best songs on this project, if not the best. So, all right, let's move on to Rich Interlude. I'll be back. All right. All right. Um, Rich Interlude is basically Kodak Black. You know what I'm saying? coming through with some poetry with a poetry delivery and he's just talking about like life basically in a nutshell i mean rich interlude i mean it's pretty dope man you know obviously i can't grade it because it's a skit technically and codex on the album too you know you know this is his third his second appearance that i've heard so far on this album he has three appearances on this album Maybe I haven't heard, you know. But anyway, let's move on to Rich Spirit. I'll be back. Yo, Rich Spirit. This shit here is my favorite one 
so far. Is it the best song? No, it's not better than Father Time. Or uh, it's not better than Father Time. But that's about all, though. Rich Spirit, let me tell you something. This is a hit record. This is catchy. It's funny. It's got a Drake vibe to it, actually. This song got a, a kind of like a Drake vibe to it. This showcases Kendrick Lamar's songwriting skills. You know, Kendrick Lamar is one of those rappers that can do damn near anything on any beat. Whether it just be a bunch of African drums, trap drums, whatever the case may be. This is like a current, this is like, what do they call it? Modernized. That's what it is. Kendrick Lamar modernized himself on Rich Spirit. He was singy-songy like the melodic rappers, but he wasn't jacking their style or their slang. He came up with his own style, and then he formulated that into the track. And this track got a 40 production vibe to it. You know what I'm saying? It's got a Drake vibe. This is definitely my favorite beat on the album. Definitely one of the best beats I heard this year. This beat is bananas. This is a hit record. Definitely my favorite record on here. I got to give this a five, bro. This shit is out of here. This is a hit. Hit, hit. But let's move on to We Cry Together, Kendrick Lamar featuring Taylor Page. I'm looking at some of these features. This nigga got Summer Walker and Ghostface Killer coming up after this song. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear that because, you know, Ghostface, I already know he going to body it. I wonder what Summer's doing on here. I wonder how this is going to work. But if Ghostface and Tiana could work, Ghostface and Summer definitely could work. But let's go to We Cry Together first, and then I'll be back. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Yo, I'm calling this shit now. <laughs> I'm calling this shit now, man. This is a top 10 song of the year, bro. <laughs> Oh my fucking god yo if you've heard the song Kim by Eminem if you heard the song Real Talk by R. Kelly that put together is We Cry Together oh yeah don't forget put a, put a dab of wokeness in there put a dab of wokeness in there you got We Cry Together because I am dying this is the this is like the first time I heard real talk. <laughs> this was shocking as fuck, by the way. This is funny because you know what this is, right? This symbolizes 85% of y'all relationships right now. This is that new age, millennial, toxic relationship. This basically is a song about two people having an argument. <laughs> A, a argument about nothing and then at the end of the argument they go and fuck that's it that's the song but the, but it was the things in between that i'm not really gonna give away but i'm going to say that this is a five out of five bro i am laughing like this is i'm gonna say that this is kendrick lamar's most entertaining <laughs> song because what the fuck did i just listen to 
Now that, <laughs> now that's how you make a creative song out of toxic shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's a lot of y'all relationships. Nigga, I watch y'all. I see y'all. I hear y'all. You know what I'm saying? I relate it to both sides. Don't get it twisted. But, bruh. Bruh. I'm going to move on to Purple Hearts, Kendrick Lamar featuring Summer Walker and Ghostface Killer. And I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Y'all niggas wildin'. Although this track kind of started off slow, man, Ghostface Killer, man. I ain't going to front. Ghostface body that shit, boy. Kendrick kind of played the background and set up Ghost well. I mean, Summer had a verse. Her part was dope. This is a good little song. It's a really good song. But it's not a very great song, but it's a very good song. Big difference. You know, I give the track um, four and a half. I'll give Purple Hearts a four and a half. A lot of girls going to love this song. I mean, obviously, the toxic queen herself is the uh, ruler of all young chicks is on here. And then we got, got a guy we grew up on and a guy a lot of these young niggas grew up on on the same song. So, man, Ghostface Killer Verse. I don't know. Can, dare I say verse of the year candidate, maybe? Dare I say. Dare I say. But... Still got half an album to go. Now we're going to move on to the next track called Count Me Out. Let's see what Kendrick is talking about. Count Me Out. This one got a Drake vibe to it, too. This got a Drake vibe to it. Not going to lie. You know, the melodic singing over the dope trap beat. This another one for you, Rod Wave, Juice World. <laughs> Mumble rap niggas, you know what I'm saying? You uh young thug gunna Rico <laughs> niggas man <laughs> No 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 all jokes aside Count Me Out is a pretty good song. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I'ma give this one a four and a half out of five. Now let's move on to Crown. Um I wasn't expecting that. I felt like, first of all, this song is too long. If that's all he's going to say throughout the whole song, first off. Second off, if he would have just made this song a minute and a half and made it an interlude, I think this shit would have been way better. But I got tired. Like, I like the the verse. I like the, the one verse he did have on this song. But other than that, this is probably like the second worst Kendrick Lamar song I've ever heard. You know, I know. I know a lot of y'all niggas is probably going to like this shit or whatever the case may be. Nah, dog. I understand the concept of the song. He says it about 80 fucking times. That's the problem. This reminds me of God Breathed by Kanye. Like, okay, man, I get it. God Breathed. God damn. And then with Kendrick's case, you can't please everybody. I got tired of hearing that shit. Like, that will be the, the song I say to skip on here. Because it's just like, okay, nigga. Like, I got to be really depressed to fucking hear this song. So, for that, I'm going to give this track a three and a half. Let's move on to Silent Hill.
Kendrick Lamar featuring Kodak Black. Yo. Now that's a good bounce back. Yo, Silent Hill was surprisingly fucking excellent. Excellent, man. That is that's going to be a hit record. Well, that should be a hit. It should be. Kendrick and Kodak was the collaboration that I didn't know that we needed. <laughs> That was the collaboration that I didn't know that America needed. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. This song is catchy. This song is modernized. This song is current sounding. This has your little trap beat on there, guys. You see that? It has your little trap beat on there. Give my nigga some credit for choosing a good beat, y'all. Give my nigga K-Dot some credit. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I love fucking with y'all niggas that love that hippity bippity boopity boppity shit. <laughs> I love fucking with y'all niggas. <laughs> but serious note, serious note. Silent Hill is a banger. It's a motherfucking banger. It's a motherfucking hit. And I gotta get this shit a five out of five. Because the song is just so fucking catchy. Pushing these niggas off me like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas gonna be singing that shit in the car when they rolling up. Man. Let's get off that. Let's go to save your interlude. Let's see what this is. Well, this interlude will be graded. This will be fucking graded because Baby Keem came on this save your interlude and straight buried bodies, ladies and gentlemen. I definitely enjoyed this track right here. This is just that vintage Baby Keen flow, you know, that he, he got a different type of flow. You know, he matches the current times, but he does it a little bit differently than all them other niggas do it. But Baby Keen fucking caught bodies on here. And it's good to hear him and, and, and on, the, on the Kendrick album doing his thing. So we're going to go to Savior now. The regular Savior track is two tracks called Savior. One's an interlude and the next one is just titled Savior. So... Features Baby Keem and Sam Do. Let's go. Oh, and by the way, I give that a four and a half. Savior. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. Um, in the introduction, um, Kendrick Lamar explains that just because these niggas talk about that, talk about that shit, talk about that life, just because these guys are celebrities. These guys are famous. These guys say something, do something. These niggas are not your saviors. And he even said that himself is not a savior. Only you can save yourself. And Kendrick Lamar, you remember, I've been saying this on the show. I said this um, on many album reviews. And I'm going to say it again. Kendrick Lamar bought back the third verse, ladies and gentlemen. Bring back the third verse. And my wish was my coming. You know what I'm saying? We got the third verse back, ladies and gentlemen. But this beat is stupid, bro. Who the fuck produced this beat, by the way? Who the fuck produced this? Like, I'm curious, like, who the fuck did this beat? I'm going to look this up right now, dog, because, dog, 
That beat reminded me of for old Pharrell and Chad, bro. And that reminded me of the Neptunes, like prime Neptunes flow. You know what I'm saying? Let me see, man. What the fuck is going on, dog? So I can't see the fucking producers. Oh, there we go. I was about to wig the fuck out. I want to know who really did that beat. Yo, where the production credits, man? <laughs> Let me go to Genius. Wikipedia sucks, by the way. But that beat, dog, that reminded me of the Neptunes. Like, prime Neptune shit right there. That beat is slapper. Is a slapper, bro. Um, produced by Cardo. No wonder why. Of course, Cardo's involved. Cardo, Soundwave, Kendrick Lamar, JLBS, Rascal, Mario, Luciano. Man, Cardo. Ha <laughs> ha! Why am I not surprised to see you here? Cardo don't miss, man. I swear to God on my mama and them. On the dead homies, Cardo don't fucking miss with the production side of the game. But anyway, let's move on to Auntie Diaries, man. I'm going to give Savior a 5 out of 5. For sure. How? For sure. Let's move on to Auntie Diaries. Let's go. Wow. Auntie Diaries. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting a whole different song. From the production side, very soulful very laid back, neo soulish to a degree. Then you know, a orchestra. Wow, Kendrick is an underrated storyteller. I mean, this reminds me of a song on Good Kid, Mad City called "Real," where he told stories about his friend that he grew up with, his male friend and his female friend, and then the third verse was about himself. But This this song is probably going to be Grammy nominated. I'm not going to lie because of the uh, undertone and the modernizing and the updated of where America and how far it's gone, you know, to LGBT acceptance. Right. So he basically tells a story about his aunt transitioning into a man and details him growing up and seeing people disrespect her, mistreat her because they wasn't playing that, 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 that shit in the nineties at all. They wasn't playing that shit. They wasn't fucking with it back then. You know, now it's acceptable everywhere. Right? So then like the next verse, he still is talking about her. Then the last verse again, it's good to hear an album with a fucking third verse. I'm sick of these two-verse-ass fucking albums, nigga. But anyway, right? Um. Then he tells a story about his auntie's son who wanted to follow in her footsteps, meaning that 
her son was gay. And then he said that, you know, the family was disappointed in him and you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, the track kind of picks up and Kendrick raises his voice. And then, you know, that last line, I'm not going to give it away, but he, yeah, he brings up the little girl who was on stage with him. And when she said the N word, he kicked her off the stage. <laughs> he brings that up again at the end of this track. So it's a lot of, um, I'm going to give this a five out of five just for the beat. The storytelling is, is high level. Definitely um, a good, a really, really good song. Because I get the story. I get that he's trying to modernize and try to update everything to where the world is now. But let's move on to Mr. Morale. Let's go. You know what this sounds like? I have to look up the credits again for this. Oh, word. Now, this is different. Wow. Alchemist did this beat? Wow, that's different for him. Wow, I never would have guessed. I mean, I guess I'm just used to hearing Alchemist do Mob Deep and Griselda beats. Because from the production standpoint, that sounds like a 2000s nerd beat. like Or a Pharrell beat. Just like, this sounds like a nerd song, a song that was on a nerd song. If y'all unfamiliar with nerd, it's a group with, it's basically the Neptunes from a standpoint. It's Pharrell, Chad, and this other guy named Shay. They was in a group in the uh, early 2000s. And, you know, their biggest hits was like Rockstar and Lap Dance. And, you know, you probably know them for all the girls standing in the bathroom and um, Lemon with Rihanna. You know, I know nerd for lap dance, rock star, stay together. Things are really getting better. Am I high? You know what I'm saying? But this record right here has that sound. And it definitely has a weekend Michael Jackson sound. Um, Mr. Morale is the name of the song. Um, Tana Leon. I don't know, man. This guy on the bridge was sounding like J-Rock. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought that was rock. I was like, oh shit, we got a J-Rock sighting. And I realized this is Kendrick's artist, Tana Leon, whatever the fuck his name is. But you know what I'm saying? The track was pretty good though. I'm not going to lie. Is it one of the best tracks on the album? No. Is it a bad song? No. But um, I'm going to give this a four and a half. Now let's move on to... Mother I Sober featuring Beth Gibbons. Let's see what this shit is about. And I'll be back. Nigga, did I just watch a nigga go to heaven or something, bro? This song was so sad. This sound like a goddamn funeral. Fuck my, tone my whole fucking mood down. More incredible storytelling by Kendrick Lamar, man. This nigga really, this nigga done did it again. This is fucking crazy. Mother I Sober, man, oof, man, hell of a story that Kendrick Lamar told, this is just about, this another story about his family, his upbringing, not knowing that his mother was inappropriately touched when she was a young child, you know, because both of his parents grew up in Chicago, yeah, wow, incredible, I gotta give this a five, y'all, like, incredible song.
hell of a song. Hell of a song. Now we're on the last track, Mirror. Let's see with what KDOT got on this last song. Let's see if he could close strong because I got to tell y'all something. This album here is fucking fire. But let's get to Mirror first before we determine that. Um, this is like a long outro, to be completely honest with you. But I like that he rapped on the third verse once again. You know, the first two verses were singing and all that, right? But I choose me. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Great message. But I'm going to give this closer a 4.5. So let me add this shit up. Now let's add this up. So I came up with the 79. There were 17 tracks I graded. So overall, the total percentage is a 93%. So I give this album an A minus. Now, is this where do I rank this among Kendrick albums? Well, if you were if I were to answer this question right now, okay. Is this album better than let's see. Is this better than Overly Dedicated? Yes. Is this better than Section 80? Ooh. Very tough question. Very tough questions and answers for that. I'm going to have to say yes, but barely. Is this album better than Good Kid? Fuck no. Is this album better than To Pimp a Butterfly? Yes. But... The album is more, you know, entertaining than To Pimp a Butterfly, but To Pimp a Butterfly is an artistic piece that's different. But just because your album's an artistic piece doesn't mean that it's the best album. It's just that your album is more than music. It's just art, and it doesn't fit into a certain box. You know what I'm saying? So I, But me, personally, Quentin, thinks that this album is better than To Pimp a Butterfly. Is this album better than Untitled Unmastered? Yes. Is this album better than Damn? Fuck no. Fuck no, fuck no, fuck no. It is not better than Damn or Good Kid. That's what I pretty much came up with. So I'll probably put this third in the Kendrick sphere here. But all in all, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is... A testament to show that Kendrick Lamar is still a great rapper, a great artist, an all-time great. Definitely one of two of the best rappers to come out of this generation. Um, His storytelling is still A1. His lyricism is still there. And he found ways to insert himself into different boxes. He gave... Elements of Good Kid, Mad City. Element, elements of To Pimp a Butterfly. Definitely with that uh, track. Uh, what's the name of it? We Cry Together. We Cry Together had To Pimp a Butterfly vibes. <laughs> yeah, it gives you... It gives, a, it gives a lot of damn vibes for sure. This album is pretty much... Every Kendrick album combined except Untitled Unmastered. Untitled Unmastered is a little bit too funky to fit in there. Even though The Pimple Butterfly had funk in there too, but I'm just talking about as far as the subject matter. Like 
the storytelling for me, you know, and this is the first Kendrick Lamar album that didn't necessarily have like a theme. He had two discs, allegedly, that had nine tracks on it. Now, if you were to ask me which one is better between Mr. Morale or the Big Steppers, that is hard. But I'm going to have to go with the Big Steppers. Because Crown is on Mr. Morale, and I hated that song. That's the only song I didn't like on this album was Crown. Every other song on here was dope. But I'll get into my favorites now. Um, I'm going to say Worldwide Steppers is a favorite. Father Time was great. Um, we Cry Together. <laughs> That's Kendrick Lamar's Kim. Um, I'm going to say Savior. Silent Hill was a big surprise. I love that one. Auntie Diaries was excellent. Prayer was dope. Mother I Sober was way too sad. Like, I can't listen to that song for real. Like, I got to be in a certain mood to hear that. Um, Mirror was, was pretty decent. Good closer. But I'm going to say that this is a classic album. Yes. Yes. I'm going to say that. If if I say an album is better than To Pimp a Butterfly, then God damn it, a classic is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Just like I said that God Don't Make Mistakes by Conway this year was a classic. I said that, um... Um, yeah, I think those two albums are the only ones that... Oh, yeah, and then... Gotti, I say uh, Free Game Side B from Gotti is a classic album. Them the three albums this year that I think are like legit, legitimately classic albums in my personal opinion. But all in all, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, it's definitely the best rap album this year. But best album, I don't know. We still got, um, let's see, what month is this? May? June, July, August, September, October, November, December. We still got seven months to figure out what's the best album this year. It could be an album better than Kendrick's that comes out this year. <laughs> maybe J. Cole will drop it. Maybe maybe Westside Gun might drop it. Maybe Freddie Gibbs. You know what I'm saying? These guys still haven't put out their albums yet. You know what I'm saying? I, I want all the big steppers to come out, the big artists to come out this year and drop great music and stuff like that. But all in all, I definitely enjoyed Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't. Because I was worried after that first track. I was like, oh, shit. This album's going to sound like this. I was like, no. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I didn't really care for United in Grief. I didn't care for United in Grief. And I hated Crown. But the other 16 tracks, excellent. Excellent. Hot fire, hot fire. Kendrick Lamar spits hot fire. So, that's my show. This is King Known Uncensored. The Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers album review. And I'm gone.